0: This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz.
1: This is David Cruz for the Comstock Report. It has been frustrating watching the bloodshed in the cryptocurrency markets, Not because we have any skin in the game, but because it all seemed like, once again, the system let people down. We all hear about stories in school about the tulip mania and wondered what that was like. Now we get to see it in real time. If the stakeholders actually referred to crypto as what it really is, I don't think that we would be in this situation. From this point forth, I no longer refer to crypto as cryptocurrency, but rather as to what it really is, magic internet money. Magic Internet Money doesn't have the same ring to it. Bear in mind the same investors and institutions that brought us the credit crisis in 08 had a hand in developing the Magic Internet Money Markets. What is most mind-boggling to me is that the very institutions that are supposed to be protecting us from situations like this were actually nurturing it. The first red flag was when I was at a meeting where the CME was presenting how they were developing a new tradable contract for Magic Internet Money. I found this incredibly contradictory as magic internet money exchanges had already developed a reputation for international money laundering and hacking. For those unaware, the regulation in our industry to protect against money laundering has grown exponentially. It's a major issue and something all industry stakeholders receive annual training on to help detect and avoid. I even asked the speaker a question about how they could possibly maintain the integrity and credibility of this new industry when it had such a poor reputation. We don't remember his answer being very convincing. The message received was that while we were walking a tightrope, the potential payout was too great to avoid. Their left hand was going to be enforcing small stakeholders like ourselves to avoiding money laundering, while the right hand facilitated it for much larger players. Investors are always looking for a shiny new toy, and they didn't want to be left behind. I don't mean to put the blame solely at the feet of the exchanges. Many people wanted in on the new fad. Analysts and known clearing firms, who will remain nameless, all wanted a piece of the action. The Magic Internet Money Group attempted to buy their credibility rather than earn it by paying famous people like Tom Brady and Matt Damon to represent them. At that point, the fundamentals of Magic Internet Money didn't matter anymore, Once you've got Jason Bourne investing in it, what else do you need to know? On the same token, I don't have a lot of compassion for the people who lost their money, either. At one point or another, they were all told to stay away and didn't. Warren Buffett's well-publicized annual meeting covered magic internet money in detail, with Mr. Buffett saying that he wouldn't pay $25 for the whole industry because there wasn't anything there to buy. On the grains... There was a late clarification yesterday that the missiles that struck the grain facility in Poland were actually errant Ukrainian air defense missiles. The last word of that investigation, however, is still not out. The likelihood that the missile was not fired directly by Russia calmed the fears that we were on the brink of World War III, as the NATO country was not intentionally targeted by Russia. The $2 plus losses in crude soybean oil traded lower and then drugged the soybeans down with it. The sharply lower trade in the soybeans did give a nice entry point for the seasonal trade that's put on this week. There was a daily flash sale of over 1.8 million tons of corn to Mexico. What made this announcement interesting is that there were nearly 700,000 tons of it was for the next crop year, even though they have repeatedly announced that they were not going to be importing U.S. GMO corn. The Black Sea Grain deal has been extended. The UN has been taking the credit for that. The Ukraine wanted it extended for a year, but they're going again with another four months. The UN Secretary said, I will welcome the agreement by all parties to continue the Black Sea Grain Initiative to facilitate the safe navigation of export of grain, foodstuffs, and fertilizer from Ukraine. He went on to say that the UN was fully committed to removing the remaining obstacles to exporting food and fertilizers from the Russian Federation. The obstacles to the Russian Federation exports have more to do with financial issues than they do anything of freedom of the seas. Russia is still being block amused of the SWIFT financial system. That is how they transfer money for international commerce. They could ship grain or fertilizer, but they wouldn't get paid for it. More bad news for grain pricing or demand is that COVID cases continue to surge in China. There were more than 23,000 new cases reported Wednesday. Also, the weather pattern in Brazil is improving. Precip is still forecast in Brazil, although dry in Argentina. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information and marketing opportunity, contact us at Comstock.com or call
0: 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com.